So welcome back to another episode of the FIFA News Show. Today we're wrapping up all the latest news in the world of FIFA and we've also got some PES 2022 information as well today. We're going to be covering title update number 16 that was announced for FIFA 21. FIFA 22 could be getting a new stadium and also a PES 22 interview has occurred. We're going to go through the main highlights there. Plus I'm also going to be giving you my thoughts on the leaked online career mode. Let's see what it's all about. Alright, so first up, title update number 16 for FIFA 21 was announced. It's out on PC at the moment and should be coming out on consoles anytime. So for Ultimate Team, they've addressed the following issues. The post-match co-op division rival screen displayed the player's foot club badge instead of the opposing captain's badge. Kit walkout animations could display an incorrect kit and player model. This was a visual issue only. Career mode, they've addressed the following issue. Pedro Pereira's star head did not display correctly during matches. General audio and visual, they've made the following change. Updated some balls, boots, kits, badges, bibs and 2D portraits. That's pretty much it there for that. Alright, so we could have some FIFA 22 information here. According to Diario de Navarra, the new Sadar arrives at FIFA. For five days, a representative of the world video game has been on site to take some 6,000 photos. Wow. Now this is translated from Spanish, but we'll see what it says. Last Friday night, there was a question that hovered in the red circles. Why is El Sadar on if no game is played? The rumor mill was activated to the maximum expression. I know if a video with... Moncayola is being recorded on the occasion of his renewal or is it that of Budimir due to his ownership? Nor was it ruled out that Chimi Avila was due to his contract extension. I don't know what I'm going on about here. Or outside of sports, the spot that the club has prepared for the new membership campaign. Nothing is further from reality. The lights were on because the new Sadar is going to appear in FIFA, the EA Sports video game that is one of the best selling in the world and attracts millions of players. A representative of the firm was in Pamplona for five days. On each day, he went to El Sadar to take pictures, and he took good material, up to 6,000 photos. From there, they will proceed to recreate the new Red Coliseum, with capacity from now on for 23,500 spectators, 6,000 more than before, and with that enveloping and vertical profile in its stands. On the last day before leaving, the club offered to switch on the lighting to give a more realistic picture of the game. That was caught the attention of some fans, since the stadium is very visible from the main points of the city. Okay, so interesting things here. Now, I believe this uh, stadium belongs to the club Osasuna. Alright, so we knew about the MLS retro kits from one of the recent title updates, but EA has confirmed it here. The MLS is going retro. You can now get any of the eight retro edition kits in Ultimate Team. No offline players can enjoy these kits. It's just Ultimate Team. No career mode, no kickoff, nothing like that. You can't get them through a secret catalogue. Bit of a disservice to the offline people. I've said it before. I'm not happy about this sort of stuff. But it is what it is. There's nothing I can do. Alright, so this week there was a PES 22 interview from one of the developers. It's in the number one magazine for PlayStation. It's called Play. And you can see there, interview PES 22. Photo real footy on PS5. Konami sheds light on its console debut. So here are the main highlights here from the developer. I think it is important to be able to experience the excitement and sense of accomplishment that football has in the game, says Kimura. When we ask what a PS5 next-gen football game needs to offer. Not to mention being able to play games in photorealism, he teases. Speaking specifically about the challenge of meeting expectations for a PS5 game and the desire for photorealism, Kimura reveals the team's views on beginning the era of PES on Sony's next-gen console. The performance of PS5 is incredible and while benefiting from it, we have faced many challenges and feel that we are steadily approaching the next level step-by-step, step, he says, before explaining further. 
However, no matter how good the performance of PS5 is, there are various restrictions. And therefore, I think it is an extremely difficult road to reach the next level. This is because the photorealism we aim for is exactly the reproduction of the real world itself. So pretty much what they're trying to say here is that the graphics they're trying to get to is pretty much real world stuff. Like, you're, you're experiencing it in real life through your own lens. Kimura explains this next level realism includes atmosphere of the stadium and the enthusiastic supporters, the players' passionate facial expressions, the texture of the skin and hair, and detailed movement of their muscles and sweat, even the seams of the uniforms. The PES 22 developer says making the new game photo real is a cumulative process, one in which every detail adds to the sense of realism. We can say that photorealism could be achieved only by reproducing all these phenomena, says Kimura, adding, and to get there, we need to face yet more challenges. So he is saying there is a couple challenges. In my opinion, it's about recreating the real world itself, says Kimura, who adds that attention to detail in PES 22 will be a mixture of player reactions and expressive behavior, as well as crowd and stadium animation. The general definition would be reproducing a live action expression, however that alone can lead to an inorganic and imperfect world. We believe that photorealism will be completed by adding various elements to impress users. Users know what the players look like, they've seen the enthusiastic supporters and they've felt the atmosphere of the stadium, therefore the virtual deception is much harder. However, this is the exact reason why we feel the challenge in this field is worth it. Of course, factors such as lighting, animation, frame rate and resolution are very important and necessary, but this is not enough. In addition to these elements, we must have the knowledge and skills of a camera for photo development in order to obtain photorealism. We learn how an actual lens captures the light and other features and consider that expressing these phenomena is important. The team is working hard to merge the fluid gameplay seen in the series' last two excellent PS4 releases with photoreal animation and modeling. Animations are real at the time of motion capture, but how the animations are used in-game is important and the AI determines that. If something goes wrong here, users will not be able to concentrate on the game. It is necessary for players to choose the right movements in the game to create realism. Okay, so pretty much what they're teasing at the moment is that graphically, PES 22 should be a huge step up from what we're used to. They're going to go for atmosphere, they're going to go for photorealism on the players, the kits, the people in the stands, you know, the lighting in the stadium and stuff. But obviously, all this is just words at the moment. I need to see gameplay, I need to see the actual product. Many, many times over the years, we've seen all these massive words being used in marketing campaigns. And then when you get the game, there's nothing special. So hopefully, PES 22 delivers. But if it doesn't, I think a lot of people could be a bit disappointed. Are we going to be getting some sort of online career mode in the future? This job listing from EA seems to suggest that something is cooking. This is like a job advertisement for FIFA. And it says basically that they're looking for someone that is an online software engineer. And as a software engineer for the online section, you will help build our networked play development team, whether that be in our online career mode, ultimate team, or core online systems and protocols. We are looking for engineers who enjoy prototyping and planning, adding amazing new features to an existing and beloved game, and improving existing code. Now, couple thoughts here, online career mode definitely sounds a bit interesting. I don't think it's ready for FIFA 22 though. I think it's going to be coming after FIFA 22, like a FIFA 23 or something. I wouldn't get my hopes up at the moment. But even if there is an online career mode, I hope their focus is not just on that and then neglect everything else in the other, you know, offline version. I would prefer them actually improve the offline version over the online stuff. For me, an online career mode would be pretty useless because I don't really play with people online anyway. But I know that the F1 games are going to have uh, online crew modes now, so maybe EA is going to do that with FIFA as well. Probably not FIFA 22 though. Alright, so this week we have some more opinions from FIFA Witcher regarding FIFA 22. Someone said, will FIFA 22 be on a new game engine? FIFA Witcher said, Frostbite 4 
will be on PS5, Xbox Series S and X, and Frostbite 3 on PS4, Xbox One. Now, from what I, I'm guessing, uh, Frostbite 3 is probably what we already have, you know, if you play on PS4 and stuff, and Frostbite 4 will be, you know, the next version of that engine. Now, there's also another question here, and will there be any major changes regarding manager and player career mode? Everyone wants to know this. FIFA Witcher says offline players will have some surprises, but FIFA is a game made for online players, so don't set the bar too high. Of course, it's probably going to be another year of incremental updates, probably going to be a year where you get little changes here and there, little features that make you happy for about four months, and then by the time you reach Christmas, you're already sick of the game. So yeah, don't don't set the bar too high, don't get your expectations so high, because this is a game, remember, trying to be made for ultimate team players. So in some personal shoutouts, I have to tell you guys that I do upload on TikTok now, so if you want to follow me there, you might get some little clips here and there for FIFA content, it's at Karma on there. And also, we've got some FIFA 21 content on Vapex Karma 2, which is the second channel. If you want crew mode stuff, check out that one as well and subscribe. But anyway, that's all for this week. Thank you for tuning in to this week's podcast. Thanks for being part of the podcast family.